everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm Kyle Bossman, your moderator, and joining us this week, Brad Ellis. Hello. Ian Hink. Hi. And as always, Brandon Jones. Cheers. Cheers, Jones. Cheers, even. Drinking out of that party cup. What's yeah. in there? Vodka. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, but you did have... say cheers, man. It's weird to say cheers and then drink water out of a red party cup. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you, like, not cheers with water? Isn't that, like, part of the rule? Yeah, maybe? that's a foul. Well, no one else has alcohol here, though. If, if you guys were cheers, if you guys yeah. were all, hey, cheers, with, I'm the only person even, you know, contributing the gesture. As, as a non-drinker, though, that rule kind of kind of grinds my gears. Gets sticks in my craw. I've definitely gotten bad looks for, like, trying to clink with a glass well, of water. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah. I'm sorry I'm not drinking a spritzer or whatever you're drinking right now. I don't yeah. get the big deal about it. I don't look it down is. on it, but don't get looked down on me for drinking water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live well, your life. You're hard your to life. trust. No, water drinkers are hard to trust. I get it. I mean, that's true. We want to keep our wits about us so we can take advantage of all the rest of you. Also, last week, someone described me as a, as a dick. Being a dick on this show, I've always thought of myself as more of a jerk. So I'll try to get more in line with that. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. All right. So what is the difference? Um, a dick, I think, is a little more, like, sexualized, aggressive bro asshole. Whereas a jerk is more, like, conniving, like, you know, like, not smarmy, but, like, you know. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> now, I got that one, Jones. Uh, let's I do didn't. some corrections. Hold on. Uh, begin corrections music, please. Uh, Huber was right. God of War Ascension was first. First time. Let ever. it be known. So Heisenberg... You are officially labeled an incorrect corrector, and we will not accept corrections from you for at least one week. <laughs> Take that, Heisenberg. You know what? I mean, it's, he, to be fair, he's uncertain. Hmm? That's a science joke. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Uh, oh, fine. Also, I still instinctively look at the clock every time you say start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian, you're not editing this anymore. I know, yeah. It's out of your hair, dude. You're free. But you know what? You know why Heisenberg deserves it? Is because at the end of the comment, it said, You're welcome. Oh, Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Oh, no, that's oh. Completely yeah, gets that's... the timeline wrong and then says, You're welcome. I think it might be two weeks. Okay, two weeks. <laughs> you were not taking any corrections from you for two more you're weeks. I remember that. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Finger is the co creator of Batman. I know, that's my bad. So, Jones, here's what's confusing me is I got this correction a lot. Uh, some people said Bill Finger is the creator of, of Batman. Not you know Bob what I mean? Kane. Bob Kane did nothing. And then other people say, no, Finger just made the costume and the gadgets. And so, do you know about this lore, Jones? You what know, like. Bob Kane do? Yeah. He's just well, a guy. I, I don't. I mean, there, there's what his family claims. I don't know. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't. I think it's really tough to figure out, like, what. That's the whole point of contention is that, like, he was involved. Whereas if you if you see something that Batman is in, it says Batman created by Bob Kane. Yeah. It was not solely created by Bob Kane. It was created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. But a fun fact, Bill Finger is now in, in the credits at the beginning of uh, he, he's starting to be, yeah. Batman v Superman. Oh, he's cool. starting to be recognized yeah. Yeah, as the co-creator of Batman. Well, there you go. Sometimes at, far after death, you and finally it's, get and that it's the kind of, It's the kind of correction that like, you, like, you guys leave and I loaded all the footage into the computer and I boot it up and then I'm seeing the conversation and I'm like, oh, Bill Finger, it's Bill Finger Jones. God, oh, you knew it? <laughs> I knew so it why did he get ousted? Uh, well, we, we were talking last week about like silent partners. I mentioned Hube uh, Iwerks who co-created Mickey Mouse, but of course never gets credit for it. But you know what? Both those guys, bad names. Like uh, Bob yeah. Kane, cool name, Bob created Kane, Batman. Yeah. Hi there, I'm Kane. Bill Finger. Yeah. Uh, Bill got fingered. Shout out to John Finger. Uh, yeah, co -creator sorry. Co-creator 
are seedlings with me and Justin and Jelmo. Uh, Dark Souls 3 for 14 pesos uh, was definitely a glitch uh, and not in, uh, uh, an international sale. How'd you like to get uh, that? 14 pesos? I would have paid 14 pesos for 14 Dark pesos is about a dollar, Ian. A little less than a dollar in the U.S. That's not many pesos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Converted to dollars. It ain't bad. Uh, this is from uh, King Mayuke. Uh, Codemaster's in-game selling of Dirt 3's VIP season pass was the worst. The narrator would say stuff like, you are a VIP, right? So... What? Ooh. Wait, it I'm would like goad you into buying it? Oh, yeah, ugly. yeah. You Ooh. are a VIP, right? I yeah, guess. you're good enough to buy this, aren't you? Yeah, so we let Codemasters wow. off the hook last week. Like, I assumed no. Codemasters was really nice, but they do stuff like that. Not cool, Codemasters. <laughs> and Corrections music. Hmm. Well, I, I assume they had to fix it. You know, that was Dirt 3, so maybe Dirt Rally doesn't make you be a VIP. Or they were just taking the name really seriously and everything about it was being real dirty. You know, mm. the announcer, real dirt announcer. In a game like Dirt, yeah, I yeah. guess you can. He's just like, yeah. We can get away with it. There's you some scummy, scummy design. You're like, well. It's in the name. Do you, you fellows know how I like to begin these shows? Uh, I have no idea, Kyle. Game right? announcement? Yeah, game announcements. Uh. And so uh, what happened this week is we had two what I would call equal game announcements, what I assumed were equal game announcements. You were wrong. And then I, so I showed it to the panel. I showed them both to the panel before we began, and I said, which one is the bigger deal? And they were unanimous in their decision of which one is the bigger deal. So Dirt everyone, four. sorry, yeah, Dirt 4 Dirt has four been- Dirt 4 by Codemaster. No, Looks give, great. Give them a break. They just made Dirt Rally and it is a sweet game. I just won't have it. I won't have all the, the trash talk against racing games this show does. We won't hear uh, it. I'm, I'm trashing Codemaster for, for shady dealings. <laughs> So everybody gets one. Everyone gets a mistake. Kyle, I think you telling Ian to give Blank a break is you're just you're, you're, swim, you're swimming upstream. Because he's a jerk. Because I'm a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a straight up jerk. I'm an edge lord jerk. Uh, super giant. Nebulously, uh, Should I put that on your business card, Ian? Just edge lord. Yeah, edge lord jerk. Edge lord jerk. <laughs> Actually, can that please be my official title in it's this a, company? Independence, whatever baby. Whatever you want, baby. Yeah. <laughs> edge lord jerk. I'll get, a, I'll get a limited edition print. That says edge lord. Okay, okay. You can uh, save it. Give, give it to the right person. Is he gay? Yeah. So the, in, the, in the bottom right corner, pink. Are yeah. the developers of Bastion and Transistor? They have Super a new giant. game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was saying that while we kept oh, on going. Sorry, we were. We yeah, were, you guys were horse play. Over yeah, here. I would say maybe we went a little too sorry. far with that joke. It sorry, was, yeah. <laughs> it was great at first. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's called Pyre. Uh, Pyre is a party-based role-playing game uh, where combat takes place in competition uh, competitions called rights. Really quick Wait. before we get into this, I, I I just want to commend Supergiant for having really clean names for their games. Transistor? Not like Bastion Quest, yeah. Ultimate okay. Survival. You're like okay. Transistor Orthodox. Yeah, sure. Transistor. So wait a minute. Heavy well, Sword. Hang on a second. What? <laughs> Everybody at home, pause this thing and watch the trailer. No, no, for no. Pyre. People hang are on. in their cars. Describe right, the well, trailer. Whatever. Describe the trailer. I I can't. Yeah, you can. The the, the point of this exercise is watch that trailer. <laughs> And now re-say what this game is? It what? Is, it is a party-based role-playing game where combat takes place in competitions called rights. I got okay. I got the competition okay. vibe. All I got right, the party all right, vibe. All right. Yeah. I thought I thought Which was confusing it was a competitive to me. party game. Oh, no, no, like, no, 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 no. I was like, that is the least informative trailer I've ever seen. Yeah, you and your party. So I just misunderstood what you said. Yeah, yeah. that caravan and you get a little yeah, brawls. Right, that makes more yeah, yeah. sense. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, the, it looks like a game. It looks like a sports game. What kind of? Well, it does. Yeah, yeah. it looks. It, it, it looked kind of like um, 
uh, not League, but uh, well, it's kind of the same thing. But uh, uh, Blizzard's Hello Heroes. Yeah, oh. looked a little bit and like Heroes. You see the guy running in with like the blue ball, basically. It's like a big fiery ball, oh, and he like jumps oh, up. Weird. I didn't know if yeah, they were attacking it, or kind of. what was going were, yeah. on. It's to like me, a... it looked exactly like um, like Banner Saga, or something, where you have like a map, like you were saying before, like, there's, like a tactics, map, yeah, yeah, and then you go into a little instance and you do a tactical combat or something. Yeah, so the instances are the rights. Right. R I T E S for listeners. Okay. For viewers, we're putting lots of words on the screen. Are we? No. Oh. <laughs> it's like Blitzball, like, basically, sorry. you know. Uh, so, yeah, imagine yeah. if a game was only Blitzball. The goers. Yeah. And so that's where we're at right now. My question for the panel is, well, here's what happened when I first watched this trailer. Um, I'm very excited to see what this new game is. And then I see an isometric view that is very similar to both of those other games, mm-hmm. making this three in a row. In a color palette that's very similar to Hyperlight Drifter. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess the main character is more sure. green in this, like a different lighter green. But yeah, that purple and pink stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, obviously, I want to be understanding. Is it cool for Supergiant to do three isometric games in a row? I mean, they can do whatever they the want. Same style? Yeah. As long as there the are a lot are of fun. companies that make nothing but first person shooters. Yeah. Everybody's way cool with this. Oh, okay. I love that. I mean, it's a company that makes that kind of thing. Like what? Let them make what they want. Because I will say, say Random House should stop making books because they make books. No. Well, uh, yeah that's the yeah. perfect analogy um so basically i do um right it does there are, are at least three very different games you know what i mean yeah. like sure yeah, same yeah, perspective sure. dude but like very very different games fundamentally and this, this one again looks like a very different game from transistor from bastion mm-hmm. uh and it does show other elements we saw like exploration we saw that weird room where you open a book yeah like an alchemy yeah, it looks book like or something like spells yeah, yeah. And I guess that's what, right? I mean, what yeah, is it called? No, Pyre. Exactly that's what Pyre is sure called. sure what it is, 100%. Yeah. Uh, coming out 2017. Mm-hmm. Launching first on PlayStation 4 and PC. Did it say launching first? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or, sorry, it didn't in the trailer, but that's, that's okay. uh, the PS4 public knowledge. PC. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. I didn't see Xbox One on there. But that makes sense. Uh, yeah, the art style looks really cool. Yeah, there's like one concept art i was like i was like pretty skeptical at the beginning of this trailer me too and then there's a concept art where they show the characters without the white masks on and i'm like oh you're people you're human like because when they first reveal the characters i'm like i had to like look at it for a while to be like where's where's the face what what am i looking at here what is that what am i looking at in transistor i would give anything to see their faces but you're always so far away Mm. that part was really really weird like i have such a weird relationship with transistor i've only played like an hour of bastion so i don't know and the 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 announcer in that was really cool but like the narrator but that transistor i should love that game and i just don't yeah like it seems like everything about it is like cyberpunk kind of like everything about it is like right up my alley i think it's because the sword always sounded condescending to me and it made me like really uncomfortable the whole game yeah and he like he loves you it's very weird yeah and, and i can't talk so yeah. it's like a very weird thing where I'm like I'm this woman who like can't can't do anything about this sword just talking at yeah. me the whole time. It yeah, fe- it felt he's like, very weird. You're to doing me. great, Red. Yeah, good job, Red. Oh man, uh, enough. You're doing great, kid. Yeah, and like and I'm like, dude, I'm an adult. Yeah, <laughs> he's just hyping you up. He's not I, hyping me he's up. Hyping me. Was like, he hyping you up, Red? I don't know. I didn't play it. I'm like, oh, curious, trying to like, guess. I'm oh, just no, trying no. to like molester sword around. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, but it's like I mean, you guys are being a little dramatic about it. But, but anyway, getting back, getting back to your point, Kyle. I mean, trailer. it was a, you had a very unorthodox narrator in the original Bastion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, something that I think a lot of people say like that was my absolute favorite part of that game. Yeah. Uh, I think they wanted to do something different with Transistor, but kind of using the same elements, same perspective, same color palette, same general art style. You can kind of tell like we like they didn't get like a whole new team to work on Transistor. 
or it was like probably the same people just kind of doing different style. And then same thing with this one. It's like we have this weird song that I actually just noticed on YouTube when we finished the trailer, it rolled right into the song, which is kind of cool uh, that they put the song up on their channel. Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm sure a lot of people were like, what song is that? What artist mm, is that? Sure. So like, um, you know, kind of more focus on the music. Maybe like the music carries you through it. Maybe oh, like man, I don't, the guy writing that song. Have fun you know? with that on your iPod. Here's and, the and, thing. It, and, it's, and like you said, it's isometric. So it's like, oh, okay, it was super giant. That makes sense. But it's like more, you know, like it's more like tactics, you know, and more, more like game focus, more like an arena situation a, so yeah. so i long story short i like seeing a team getting better and better at what they do you know yeah, yeah. it's kind of the criticism that you were making about the fact that they make isometric games over and over again yeah if this game is narrator driven then i'll be like you, you try try something else sure yeah, like, yeah. The, the fact that the, the way they make the game that makes sense because like you have those engines you have that those artists you have that technology but like yeah. leaning on narrator for a third time in a row i would probably be like eh, you know I bet you they will you have a twice in a row. Especially if it's a sports game that you're talking is about. Is it a sports if game? It is. It's a if sports there's like game. sports elements it's or whatever. Why did not get sports off of that like at when all? You're it's like riding through your wagon. Yeah. There's going to be some guy like talking about weird. what you're doing. You're taking the rock to the hole. What yeah. the hell is this game? He's going to go boom, shock lock when <laughs> yeah. you get a point yeah. or something. I, I went from from cautiously interested to 1,000% disinterested if that is Hey, man, rights are sports. One last thing I want to talk about this, though, is that... Rights sports? It's going to be playable at PAX East this week. How cool is that? Wow, yeah. Good for them. I love that. Smart. We're not there, though. But I love when you drop a thing... Yeah, we lose. Yeah. I love when you drop a thing and then you can... People can see and play the thing. That's, that's always good. that's the Overwatch, mm-hmm. the old yeah, Overwatch. That's method. always yeah. the way to go. Yeah. yeah, like a trailer. There's, there's. I mean, you're gonna die when I say this, but like, there shouldn't be trailers. There should just be demos again. Oh, that, oh that's not no. right. That ain't right. No, here we I go. Mean, put a trailer and a, the trailer be like, trailers should all end with like, you can play this right now, because then we don't have like that means it didn't get leaked. It's very exciting. People yeah. go bananas for that stuff. I love it. Didn't leak. My favorite thing is when things just happen. PT. Uh, you shouldn't do easy update. All four thousand our patrons should just go over to your house and hang out. Sure. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? No, no, no. That's is... another terrible analogy. I don't allow it. What it is? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was dead on. As a joke, I really want to say your address right now. <laughs> Be like, my address is Brandon. Come on, we'll cut the show. <laughs> <Come> so. <on. laughs> so the other game announcement that apparently fell flat with our panel here is Insomniac. Wait, it didn't again. fall flat with me. You it just asked which flat. one you liked more. Game looks like that's hot all you asked it, us. It, it fell flat with me. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So here we go. It's called Feral Rights. That is a bad name. There are rights say. in both of these games. There are rights yeah. in both yeah, of these right. games. Yeah. Rural juror. And the other guys were fairly feral because they had like the horns uh-huh. and like. Uh huh. This is the same game. Lots of feral rights going on. So Insomniac's game is a third-person adventure brawler exclusive to Oculus Rift, coming out fall 2016. Going well, all in on the art. Insomniac. Yeah. I didn't know what it was from the trailer. Adventure yeah. brawler. Sounds cool. Like the bouncer. That is not an adventure brawler. That's a straight-up brawler. You know I will obviously be into it. Hmm. Huber. Huber. Adventure Bro. Huber's going to yeah. love this, this weird yeah. primal, primal rage like knockoff. So how would you describe this game to uh, listeners, people who have not seen a that primal trailer? rage uh, knockoff? They showed a zone that looked like String of Thorn Valley from uh, World of Warcraft. So I don't know what that is. What is what I'm is, just telling you, it was a jungle. There was mines I, and ancient temples, and there were some weird monsters. I think that's a roaring. fair comparison, though, because it does look a little World of Warcrafty and, like, low-poly. Uh-huh. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Low-poly. Low yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, this is one of those classic trailers that's, like, all sound effects, all editing, uh-huh. all titles, all music, where they're just, like, you could... 
you could you could take that music and that sound effects and just drop any game that was made for the PS2 or <laughs> yeah. Xbox, you know, like in there in the world. It was just like one of those like generic trailers, which is a bummer because it's like the whole point of VR is to sell the experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. It's tough to yeah. Uh, and I I I don't know how this is played. I don't know why I would care about this world. It's like in a jungle, people thing. turn into monsters. Yeah, I gotta say, in VR, Oculus, like like need, very bad trailer, a little bit more than terrible that. Terrible trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah both of trailer. these trailers, I was like, what is this game? This yeah. one even worse than the, than yeah. the other one. What were you gonna say, Brad? I was Brad gonna say uh, I was excited by the pedigree of that company, Insomniac. They make good games. The only game they made I think is bad was Fuse. Nice. That I can think of right now. Did you play Fuse? Yeah, I did briefly. Briefly, yeah, I, I like that. Like, All right, that's you gave it a shot. And that's their, their other VR game looks sweet. I don't think we've got a trailer for that. Edge of Nowhere. I think there was a trailer when it was announced oh, at E3 it. last year. Cool. But uh, yeah, I want to talk about actually this as a VR game, an adventure game. You know, with quests and side quests and worlds to explore. I'm excited at the is fact that... that it might not be first person. It is. It is third they... person. It has to be first no, not okay. I want to see how they handle. No, no, it's third person. No, yeah, I want to see how they handle that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I'm excited that. about it too. Yeah, so yeah, I want to talk Weird. about that. Like, really, like we're game? spending a lot of time in this world. Yeah. And so, Brad, would you want to play a game like that in VR? Sure, if it's fun. Here's the thing, though. They could call like third person. You're going to be on rails. No. You can play Dark Souls three you're, in VR. You're exploring the yeah. You're exploring a world still. Wait, you're, but like. Not right now. You can't, but it's, oh. it does. It's possible. Officially to do. sanctioned. Think of yourself VR? as like a floating god who hangs out behind a video game character. Or a camera. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a, you're a Lakitu who's got a, like a weird little camera on a fishing pole. Uh, okay. Uh, that's it. So you absolutely are like part of the... You are still looking at the character as they walk right. through it. But like them saying it's an adventure brawler does not necessitate that it's like a long game. It could be like a temple run. Like you never, you don't know from that. It's not temple run. I read their descriptions. Uh, they do talk about like how it is like an adventure game that you can explore this island. However, I'm not sure it is long. Yeah. Because they also talked know. about replayability. Uh, and yeah. you know, like, they say replayability means the game's like an hour tops. Right. Because like a Zelda game isn't talking hours. about but, like, replayability. We don't know how much it's going to cost or anything like that either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Did I say it's fall fall 2016? I did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's coming out this. So it's year. an early VR game. The graphics looked low Pretty poly, early. but not like a choice. Yeah, they're, sure. they didn't, they're they figuring didn't out make, the tech. They didn't make an artistic low poly. And I doubt, this, well, well, I doubt I mean, this is like top tier. But that, but, but that speaks to me that you're insomniac. You know, you get approached by someone, or you get approached by Oculus, and they're like, "Hey, you want a game?" And they're like, "Yeah, puke a game." Why don't, yeah, why don't you make a game? Like, oh, I had this beast idea. Then I think, yeah, that go sure, do that. Yeah, okay. adventure brawler sounds good. Hey, that just, might be the budget. Yeah, and then, you know, right. that, yeah. that that guy and a couple of his friends come back two months later, and you see that. It's like, well, good job. Wow. That's, hey, wow. That's, that kind of looks like Stranglethorn Vale. That's pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. You did you that know? with three interns and you? Yeah. Good job. I mean, it seems unfair, but that's the impression that we got yeah. from that trailer. Yeah. You really stretched that $3,000. I mean, I think it's cool. They're just trying Which something is, new and, like, yeah. something they might have wanted done. Like, Sunset Overdrive is an example of a game they kind of always wanted to make. And they're just doing something on the little side. They're making that other... Uh, Submarine game or whatever, whatever it's called. I forgot. Uh, Tale of the Deep. Yeah, they're just oh, trying wow. out little mini games, just experimenting yeah. right now. But we're this wasn't gonna... sold as a just trying out of mini. This was Song of the Deep. Song know? of the Deep. Yeah. When you become a monster, rah, you know, just like yeah. oh, the yeah, shot yeah. of him like raging out. It's not just a great like, trailer. Let me guess, he's gonna turn into a monster. Out of, you know, I would just so much rather see like uh, play it. You know, <laughs> show yeah, me what yeah, this yeah, is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, if if you just for frame of reference, look at a Zelda trailer. If you're if you're cutting the next feral trailer, feral feral rights. Uh, Real Uh Go ahead and just look at a Zelda trailer and be like, "Oh, that's what we should have done. Show us fishing." 
Put um, Link in there. But bring it out. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Zelda games. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I want to talk about the Oculus Rift in particular. Because we don't talk about VR products sure. a lot on this show. We don't play VR games and stream I, uh, them. We don't. Yeah. I got a Samsung Gear VR. Yeah. So, and uh, the, the EVE Online or the EVE gun, Gunner game, actually surprisingly uh, kind of an actual game. Do you have to like I'm tap surprised. on the headset to yeah, shoot? Yeah, you go like this. So, there's another game called Esper 2. It's the sequel to Esper. I don't know. But you, you have mind powers. So, you like. It's like you're going like that, you know, like putting your fingers to your mind, you know. And yeah, Ian can, is touching his temples you can right like, now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you basically manipulate things with this. There are controllers, but I don't have one. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, so it seems like, yeah, doing that kind of a thing. Or a Cyclops game is a no-brainer. Come on. So, Optic Blast. Yeah, Optic all, Blast. All times. Optic Blast. Why I feel weird about the Oculus Rift is I feel like it's in a really weird midpoint. I feel like Vive is the best one. Vive's the best one. Vive's the best one. Uh, controllers are already PlayStation out. VR is the cheapest one. Mm-hmm. Oculus is just in this weird spot where they have the product called the Rift. They have the, the Samsung VR headsets. Uh, but the Rift in particular, I'm like, this is this thing is in a tricky spot. And sure, I mean, that's why they're doing exclusive games like uh, Adventurous Rights, Feral, Feral Rights, Roll Juror. Rock um, Band. Sorry? Isn't Rock, is rock Band? Oh, rock yeah. Band. Good call, yeah. Jones. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. Jones, they made you, a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think Rift lies? Do you think Rift will succeed on the backs of these these IP, these like these games that they're getting exclusives to? Yeah. I think um, I think it helps that uh, the, the Sony VR is going to be, like, accessible. You know, you can, like, go, like, like people will bump into that. They're like, oh, what's this? You know, where it's like, you're not going to bump into a Rift. Like, you're going to go and order a rift and wait and get it you know so i i think that's like the main thing that's hurting them is like they're gonna have to their commercials are gonna have to be really informative they're gonna have to be like the the, the wee fun ones where the guys come by the house like would you like to play like something uh, like that so the idea. Like that like oh those are great that i can appreciate that beyond we're better than vr we're but like, i don't know what you're talking about you know you, you, they have to uh um yeah they got to sell the thing that's really find actually a way big to, time like, explain it too yeah, but I think that's really good, actually, just in terms of, like, getting an identity. Like, you know, we aren't better than the Vive, but whatever, this is what we are. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. That's a good idea. The same thing. Like, I, think- I, did, I didn't own an original Xbox until my friend Jeff called me and was like, Halo, right now, do it right now. Leave your house right now. Go buy an Xbox Halo. Oh, my God. So I think they're smart also just fishing, like, is it going to be this edge of nowhere? Is it going to be yeah. this? You know, just, like, let's gobble up as many as we can. If we lose on all of them, if it, you know, if it, if it's red 22, oh, oh well, you know, then, then we, uh, we put all our chips on black, but... Uh, that's what, um, I, that's what I was gonna say. So far, I haven't seen I haven't seen on any any VR platform the the killer app. I hate that thing. I played I played uh, my friend Ben Vance's uh, Irrational Exuberance. Uh, there, there's a thing in Irrational Exuberance Prologue is out on Steam right now. Is it too late for me to change the name? No, I love <laughs> that. Name. All right, I love that name. But okay. uh, if uh, and it fits the game. No, nobody's gonna call their friends and say rational exuberance. Dude, dude, rational exuberance. Now it's not that kind of game. But, okay. Uh, it it that was the fr- I put I tried it on his Vive at Glitch City the other day, and like, I was I I took it off and I was like, oh VR, like mm-hmm. oh yeah VR is a thing and I've done VR, like I've done a bunch of it. Hmm. I've done a I'd done when I was journeying for Indicate I got to do one of those ones where they had like a holodeck where like they had. 17 or whatever cameras around the room with an oculus and you could walk around and they had like things in the room like you could touch that was rad but it wasn't until i played this that i was like oh this could actually be a thing vibe is i got to try vibe for the first time last week and you don't feel sick you don't feel weird 
uh, it costs eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Full pricing. And it has controllers are out already. But here's what I love: you can just like lie on the ground and you're in the ground of that world. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. It is insane. Yeah, it is so and good. And you load into the Matrix when you first turn, put it on. You're in like a white space, and it you've you've mapped out the like bounding box of your zone, right? Yeah. So if you walk too close to the edge, that's how it deals with like the fact that you're gonna walk into a tree or a wall or a door or fall it's not gonna a be a tree you'll never be it's outside be a tree. yeah i don't know why i said that but uh, oh, i got trees in my apartment but um and then the little invisible wall shows up kind of well it's visible because you can see it but uh, a wall shows up but like the cool thing is uh the controllers are there right and and we're trained by video games i don't know it just blew my mind when ben picked them up and i saw them floating toward me and i just reached out and they were actually right where they were, you know? Yeah. It sounds so stupid. But it's just like, oh, I reached out to grab a thing in a game, and it was there. Just like holding a sword, and it just feels yeah. like a sword should. And then you don't feel like garbage for four hours. Yeah. Like, the first time I used the dev, dev kit one of the Oculus Rift, mm. to be fair, it was the first one. But I was like, oh my god. I felt, like, unreal for the rest of the day. I'm super stoked for VR Future. Me too. Absolutely. Dude. Slightly related to VR Future, we gotta talk about Sony. And what they're up to this year. Because we got some more... This is like weekly. We got weekly rumors about the PS4K. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we got a code name. Official code name. Uh, Giant Bomb did some reporting. The PS4K is known internally as NEO. All caps. So we had Morpheus and NEO. Yeah. The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, I will not allow any more NEO jokes. Okay. Any more Matrix jokes for the rest of the podcast? Right. If anybody makes one, I'm revoking your your bet. Oh my! Ouch! Power yeah. trip. <laughs> it's one we lose. I'm just so sick of it. I'm just like, oh, yeah. If you just everything. Yeah. If you're on Gaff, if you're on Twitter, if you're just if you're like walking outside, there's somebody making a joke about it. Whoa. Um, there was a, <laughs> oh, uh, careful! That was me doing a demonstration of the bad joke. That wasn't me doing actual. Careful, joke. Jones! I picked the worst joke I could Jones, find. Jones, you're on my team, that man. Was, that was the worst joke, right? <laughs> That's a yellow card, okay? Okay. There was a nightclub in Chicago called Neo, so I'm thinking of that. Just okay, cool. Give, you know, because you like went break. to that nightclub a lot. No, I never went to it. <laughs> I think it's out of business now. It was like in the alley. It was very weird. They all are. They all are. All the good nightclubs are all in the alley. They're all in the back. Yeah. Something else occurred to me, but nah. So the biggest, the biggest reason this is a scoop is not the stupid code name, is mm. the particular specs of the Neo are, have been revealed. Uh, to me, these are meaningless numbers, but they might mean something to our viewers and listeners. So Jones, please tell everyone what the specs of the current <clears throat> PS4 are and what the, uh, the, the Neo are. CPU, base PS4, 8 Jaguar cores clocked in at 1.6 gigahertz. The PS4K, a.k.a. Neo, 8 Jaguar cores clocked in at 2.1 gigahertz. The boost, 1.3 times. Uh, GPU, 18 Radeon GCN compute units at 800 megahertz. Uh, PS4K, 36 improved GCN compute units at 911 megahertz. 2.3 times flops. Is the, is the boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, memory of the base PS4, 8 gigabytes GDDR5 at 176 gigabytes per second. PS4K, 8 gigabytes GDDR5 at 218 gigabytes per second. The boost is 24% more bandwidth, 512 megabytes more usable memory. There you go, just... everybody. That's it. Know, That's I didn't it. Know the regular PS4 had DDR5. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh,. Wait, Ian, what? do those numbers mean something to you? Some of them. I understood, like, uh, half of that, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
The other half, I was like, yeah. I'm... It's better. It's better. I know what a flop is, kind of. Uh, wait, are those Jaguar, like, Jaguar? Jaguar? Not like Jaguar. Yeah, like Atari Jaguar. Yeah, they put like the Atari Jaguars in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real, I'm not. No, 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 it's not at all. It's completely different. Why no, do no. they call it that? That's a stupid idea to call it that. Uh, I think... Remember when that came out, though? The way that they sold it was that it was 128 bits, but then everyone was like, yeah, but it's just two 64-bit processors next to each other, and they don't interact. Like, they don't do anything. Like, that was what everyone on the playground was talking about. With the Atari Jaguar? Yeah. I think it was 64 bits. Well, whatever. They were like, it's just two of the other... Whichever one was 128. Which one was 128? I think the... Was it the disc? They added the Atari... Whatever. Disc, whatever. One of them that was all like, it's 128 bit. Yeah. Before the PS1. Yeah. And then everyone on, everyone was like, oh my god, 128 bit. That's insane. <laughs> Are you sure that's true? I feel like what Jaguar is, no, but then was, it was fake. Was, it was like fake. They were like, it's not really 128 bit, it's 264 bit. Jaguar 64 bit. Yeah, yeah. Because they that, were going to make a 32 bit something. one and then I don't yeah, know. moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a week. One of them was a I don't know why I know this. Jaguar sucks. One of them was oh, a lot. Was it, wasn't the Jaguar Wii 128? Sucks. Wasn't the Mario 128? Wasn't that a thing? That was the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. GameCube, GameCube, right. Yeah, Maybe that's Mario 128. Two times the number of 64. Um, <laughs> do the math. Do the math. Bro. That was the Jaguar slogan, yeah. yeah. Wait, so, actually? Yeah. Do the math. Oh my like God. a teacher pointing at the board. The Jaguar. like Cool. Right? Jaguar. Yeah. Maybe it was that. It was 64, but it was but just it was two basically separate 32s. Sure, sure, sure. You know, one of those. There we go. We got through it. That's what. Sorry. That's our knowledge of, of of specs, everyone, just so you get, like, a general idea of where we're at. You got more flops. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically the boost is not crazy, but it's good. Basically, you can expect better re- resolutions. You can kind of expect better frame rates, uh, but don't expect anything crazy. I'm, basically- surprised. I'm honestly a little surprised that there's not more RAM in these things, either of them. I'm a little shocked by that. Like, RAM's you expensive. Can buy, it's not. Not anymore. You I, can buy you can buy like 32 gigs of RAM for 200 bucks, 100 bucks. Yeah, but there's you buying that for yourself. And no, then there's right. you buying that for, you know, right. if I'm 20 Sony, million people. I'm ordering on bulk so I can get it even cheaper. Got to that profit, right? I'm not going to let us talk about that because we have no idea. No, <laughs> I have no idea. Not a clue I'm at all. not John Q. Sony. I did feel like when I was buying, when I was buying RAM... I saw a product called Rip Jaws, and I'm like, that's a cool word. I'm buying this one. Like, is that really what you did? Well, no, because like I went to Reddit, and like Reddit tells you they have like people like yeah, go oh, okay. do this, and I'm like Rip Jaws. That sounds good. Rip Jaws. I'll get the Rip Jaws. Um, Rip Jaws. I think like that's a Pokemon. Pokemon I caught earlier today. Actually, Rip Jaws. Rip Jaws. Oh no, it's a Skylander. Rip Jaws. To be fair, the Ram, the Ram that I got has some crazy name like that too. I'm trying to remember what it was. So I want to go through the other the other like cool bullet points from this. Uh, every game released in October will need to support both consoles. Oh. Uh, these are directives from Sony to developers. Games released in late September window will require a day one patch that updates them to Neo standards. When does the Neo come out? Do we know that? We don't know. Oh. But it's going to be those are October, clues. probably. Those two dates are clues, I believe, yeah. uh, that they're targeting it's October release. September 7th. Uh, Sony seems committed to keeping the Neo and the original PS4 player bases connected. Sorry, this is just direct language from the Giant Bomb article. Uh, as such, there will be no Neo-only games, and Sony will not let developers separate Neo users from original PS4 players while playing on PSN. Likewise, Sony explicitly and repeatedly states that developers cannot offer exclusive gameplay options or special unlockables for Neo players. So don't expect Neo owners to get a, a, tra- a level editor or special Rocket League car that you won't have access to on your original PS4. 
parody. So that's all cool, right? Oh, parody yeah. with a T. Parity. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep going. Uh, throughout the documents, Sony repeatedly reminds developers that the frame rate of the games in Neo mode must meet or exceed the frame rate of the game in the original PS4 system. So here's what the sure. deal is. This article is strangely positive. You know what I mean? All those things that we're learning. Oh, that's fine. They'll never make a game that's Neo only. Oh, it's fine. The PS4 will never be left behind. Sounds like Sony was talking directly to them. Yeah. Yes. yeah. To me, that's the impression I get. Sony, Sony picked Giant Bomb and said... Everyone's freaking out because they think that this game's. They think deep down is only on the Neo. Deep the down. No, only wow. you thought that. That was on you, man. You literally said that last time. No, you literally said that. I literally said you that. You literally said that. I literally said that. I can. Ed- I'm editing the show now, so I can. <laughs> you I'll can bring do like a little. Check the tape. I yeah. mean, whatever. Whoever literally <sighs> said it. Now I gotta it watch last week's yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds like damage control, right? Yeah. Yes. I feel like a mouthpiece right now. I feel like I'm doing what Sony wants me to be doing. It's it's worse than that, Kyle. You you're you're a mouthpiece of a mouthpiece. Yeah. Giant Bomb was the mouthpiece. You're just repeating it you're in the dark. You're an echo. You're screaming it into the void, but wishing that you mattered. To me, <laughs> if I were the that other mouthpiece, the mouthpiece at Sony, I think this is a good idea to get this stuff out before E3. It is a good idea. Yeah. Is it do you do you agree? Yeah. And then, it, yeah, it, we get the yeah. rumor mill going, and then you get up on stage and you confirm it, you know, yeah. and everyone's happy. Mm. Oh, is, they did the thing we wanted. It's like, well, we, you I knew we wanted it. I don't want that. In as much as the Neo, anything about it could be a good idea, which I'm not convinced about yet, this was a good idea. As, as years go by, this is like slowly be- becoming more of a reality for me, even if it is not true at all. But just that idea of just like, yeah, why don't you take that page right there? Let that leak before E3. Let's see what everybody does. And then we, and can, then we change can change it, it yeah. beforehand. Mm. What would you change? What are you talking it. about? Well, any of that information. If any of that, you know, just go to Reddit. There's just if any one of those one little things. Like, wait a minute. This thing they said about no games, that doesn't make sense. I don't clarify that. I'm like, oh, okay. Clarify that? No, no. That's how Sony does it. Like, they, they, they did that. They let Microsoft do that for them when they announced the Yeah, PS4. well, that was another story. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously they didn't plan that like that but they like they just watched and they were like okay that's what everyone freaks out about just do the opposite of that which is why the, <laughs> which is why the ps4k i think is the most unsony thing they've done in, in very, a long yeah. time where it's like no one has done this yeah it's extremely it's forward very strange for them to do that i think yeah. what? what is what is strange about it to you brad consoles have never really done that they've never kind of, no, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah yeah you kind of like you buy well, one well, the ds i mean they, the, they've had add-ons and, to yeah, it or whatever but they've never like Genesis. been like 32 or whatever. They had 32X and the Sega CD. But it's never been like this. This is unprecedented. They're... Sorry. I feel like they're kind of going into the... I mean, I think tech is just kind of going in this route now. Every two years, you can upgrade that guy's phone's been doing it forever. I think they're just testing the waters with it to see what people think about it. I think it's a weird idea. Well, what do you think about it? I am divided on it. Because it is a luxury item, and I get that, but I feel bad for... Everybody who who bought PS4, who got them where they are, all of them are kind of getting left out in the cold now. Like, if some dude just bought one, he's going to be like, well, shit. Well, that's, to me, that's the most important language in this entire thing is we're not going to split the user base. If, they're, yeah. if they hammer on that, they're just like, hey. Like, if the, if the sell on this is if you want to upgrade your thing to, to work with your 4K TV or to be like, you know, you know, hey, if you've got a little bit of the cash and you want to just have, like, a really awesome PS4 experience, go for it. But, like, if they, they just need to stress so hard that, that the PS4 is still the PS4. Okay, so we're going to play a game. 
I kind of wanted to do this last time. We're doing it this time. Each of you are Sean Layden. Okay? It's E3. Okay, where am I hiding the body? Got it. Uh... You have to, to a live audience, present the PS4K, the Neo. And I want to see you present it. Which audience? Where? You're at E3. It's this E3. is the E3 stage. It's my. It's the press conference. It's the press conference. Ooh. Brandon Jones, how do you do it? Here at Sony, we've been committed to providing you guys with the best gaming experience that you could possibly have. And here at Sony, we discovered things that we could do to the PlayStation 4 to give that to you. And we were tempted to wait until the PlayStation 5, but we couldn't wait. We're too excited about the things that we've developed. We want to get that in your hands this year, and we can do it, so we're going to make it happen. That was so Very good. That was really so, yeah. slimy. I get a, dude, I want to get a doctorate in this, that man. Was I'm so, so slimy. I'm so fascinated by it. I love it. <laughs> that was really good, Joe. Because it's, it's not a lie. Good. You know what I mean? No, like yeah. that, that's, that's the win, is if you'd actually like... You find the things that you are positive about that that it's not like let's not just figure out what our fans are positive about and just barf that at them yeah let's not just say what we were doing which was their whole attitude behind the playstation 3 it was like no no you want the six axis we're like yeah. no yeah. we don't you know it's that it's that middle ground it's like how can we meet how can we understand their concerns express our you know excitement and interest and in, and in, you know financial direction and meet halfway uh ian you're sean Layden. uh I would do. I would do. I mean, this is cheap. No, no cheating. I no. I would do. I would do it similarly. What he said because I think he phrased it perfectly. But I would position it, and I would say. I would go. I would go. All right. The PlayStation fan base, the PlayStation Nation, because they're hammering on that now. Nice. Okay. The PlayStation Nation is an exclusive and elite group of people. Oh my God. Look under your chairs. <laughs> Look under your chairs. Because this is a 21-only uh, presser. Yeah. Everyone gets a bottle of champagne. <laughs> bottle of champagne under your chairs. You are all high rollers. And if you're a high roller, you want the high roller PlayStation 4K. It'll Take run a sip on of your, that champagne. Yeah. Wasn't that Take nice? Take a sip on your champagne right now. You earned it. You deserve it. Your PlayStation Nation. That's very good. That's very good. <laughs> All you would hear is, is that like the bottles when somebody drops a, yeah. a, a beer yeah. bottle at the ballpark oh, and it's a clink, 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 clink. Or like the Hollywood ball, it's like clink, clink, clink down all the rows. Just uh, be nothing but bottles. Brad Ellis, you are Sean Layden. Dude, I can't think of how they could spin this to be like, oh, yeah. Do it. Well, if they can't, do it apologetically like, maybe or so do like, it like. Okay. Here at PlayStation, we're mm-hmm. all about pushing tech and we want the best for our fans. So. We're going to lower the price of our base model PlayStation 4 mm, yes. to $200 now. We're wow. also introducing the PlayStation 4K. 4K output, uh, better frame rate, blah, 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 all that jazz. <laughs> but then I would be like, but you'll still get the same experience on each platform. We will not leave anyone behind. Then they'll show footage of... Uh, game side by side one looks way better than the other Ooh, that's I was on board Greg <laughs> until well, that last part they're like here's God of War then they'll show it the other one and it's just gonna look like shit <laughs> that's what's gonna happen hey do you hear that sounds like podcast halftime <gasps> <clears throat> the following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of April Michael Kozachenko Devin Gibbs Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Yoyotricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. 
To buy yo-yos and learn to get started, visit yoyotricks.com or their YouTube channel. YXBA, a really informative channel for a serious take on all things Nintendo. Visit youtube.com slash YXBA and subscribe. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Uh, now we have to bring it back down to regular video game talk. <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. When can we talk about Scorn again? I just want, I just want to talk about Scorn. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I, want, I want footage of that. Pretty high. Supposedly, we're getting some footage soon. Oh, cool. Ooh. A lot of the comments I get are just like, I wish this show could only be podcast halftime. <laughs> I mean, we could all talk. We can like make that. That. Sure, yeah. We can Let's Kyle more score. <laughs> yeah. We could all talk like uh, that. $60,000 stretch goal. Uh, before we get to love and respect, we got another a little quickie, a little quick news story. Uh, GameStop is growing as a publisher. They yes. made some announcements this week. Oh. So uh, it's they have a name. It's not called GameStop. It's called Game Trust. Hmm. Ooh. Jones, what's wrong? It's just an interesting... Well, it's just funny to... Trust, trust is a fun word to f- just throw out there. Trust us. That's <laughs> why weird. is that funny? No, tell us why that's, that's funny. Really weird. Well, it's like I don't, it's it's like Ted Cruz. Trust Ted. You're like, it's that simple, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone says trust me, you know they can't yeah, be trusted. Yeah, it's like Dark Souls characters talking. Yeah. To you. You're like, yeah. I don't know about ah, that. You can trust, trust me. <laughs> it's like it's like we have a new development company. It's called Not Crooks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? So, uh, yeah, well, you know, trust can be, that's, they don't mean like that kind of trust. It's like a game trust. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah like a, like a trust fund kid. Yeah. Trustful. Which uh, are not also looked like we, I bring in used well. games and then they, that's a trust, right? Where you, right. <laughs> so that's a bad name. Here's I'm sorry. Here's the it's four developers name. on board so far announced, uh, as Brad previously said, uh, Insomniac with song of the deep, that is going to be a GameStop exclusive mm-hmm. game. Pretty crazy. Uh, oh. ready at dawn. Just made who just made order eighteen eighty six yeah. is on board. Wow, They're part wow. of the game trust. They're gonna make uh, beautiful stuff. Yeah. Frozen Bite, who makes the Trine games, on Ooh. board. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Tequila Works, who made Deadlight and recently bought the rights back to Rhyme. Oh right, yeah. Also Wait, on board. Wait, what's the? I've been waiting on Rhyme. Oh, you're Ian, gonna wait a while. A Rhyme has a good look. This happened while we were gone, while we were away. Really? Uh, <laughs> Rhyme. They bought back the rights from Sony. Sony had exclusive rights to Rhyme. Huh. The project was apparently a mess. Apparently, the reveal trailer of Rhyme, all lies, all CG. Wow. Like, still using wow. in-game elements, but, like, not at all mm-hmm. gameplay. Fooled. Well done. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely fooled. Yeah, didn't Sony take back, like, their dev kits or something from them? It got nasty, Like, apparently. yeah, it was bad. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, um, they partnered up with GameStop. Are those big names? Is this a big deal? Game Trust? Sure. Sure. It's a medium deal. I'd say a medium deal might yeah. be fair. Why I mean, do we call this a medium deal? Uh, it's just like, it's weird that Insomniac seems like they're just doing this kind of stuff right now. Like, third party, like, oh, you pay us to make a thing and we'll make a thing kind of stuff. I mean, unless there's stuff I don't know about. I think it but, makes sense. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. this is the post-Fuse Insomniac. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Trine games have always been, it's funny because like when Trine 2 came out, I was like, oh, okay, I guess Trine did well enough. That they made a Trine two, and then Trine three is out right and now. And then Trine, yeah, and then yeah. Trine three, and it's just like, it's it's like Torchlight kind of, where like, you never really hear about it, but also you never really hear bad things, so they must be like pretty good games, like yeah. decent little games yeah, that like pretty good. people like, but you never like, no one like screams it from the rooftops, you know. So it's just one of those like dependable companies that's just like doing their thing, like Codemasters. Like Codemasters, <laughs> but Code and then apparently we find out later that yeah, like yeah. Trine Three has Trine nasty 3 DLC like, yeah, that we like, weren't aware oh, about. Yeah. you're cool enough to buy this DLC. If yeah. you buy this DLC, that girl will go on a date with you in <laughs> your high school. We promise. I think it's so cool that GameStop is willing to give these developers money, though. Game Trust, Game Trust, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think that's, their dad gave them, they left them a good, you know, bank account. But really, really, this GameStop doesn't have to do this. They sell video games, and it is really weird to see them become a publisher. They have to do this. They have to do this. Do they yeah, have to do this? They're gonna they go out of business. <laughs> no, this is this yeah. is one of the this is one of the only times I've. I can bring up GameStop in a conversation and smile, or like, or, or just be like, "Yeah, good job." Yeah. Wait, what GameStop? does that mean? There's no, I, there's nothing really positive that I felt that like, oh, thank goodness GameStop exists, oh, so we can have ouch. this, so we can have used games. But the used Some games game weren't Monday, necessarily man. good for the industry. Yeah, yeah but go to a, go to a, like a mom and pop shop for used games if possible. Yeah, I hear that. Generally better prices and, and uh, less... Game Dude legit. Yeah. Game Dude is legit. Yeah, uh, I watched Patrick Morales. Uh, totally destroy their street fighter three arcade at, at game machine? dude at game dude that's cool he just just aced it oh like arcade mode <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. the whole thing i'm beat the whole thing i would never touch a fighting game top score cabinet again in in fear of somebody walking up and putting a quarter in next to you yeah it's happened too many that? times yeah, yeah yeah you know like they just if you're playing arcade mode by yourself they walk and put a quarter in oh. and then like they're playing but you get the rush and then they fight against no, you? i always lose brad Always. It's a game, man. But then I, I can't play anymore. You need to practice Get in your more. head, Kyle. You need to practice, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we don't I'm have to I'm just going to follow you, you around practice. with a quarter. <laughs> yeah. There won't be much to talk about Game Trust until more games are announced. But, yeah, I just think that's cool, kind of cool news. Uh, it try- is time for love and respect. I'm trying not to be negative. Yeah. By the way, but it's yeah, tough. Yeah, just be yourself. I'm proud of you, Ian. But you're trying no, to be. But it's tough. I feel like I've been really negative this entire podcast. I'll get you. A, I'll give you a question that gives you an opportunity All to right. be positive. We'll okay. do that. But first... Love, love and respect. respect. So, uh, I should explain what love and respect is. I realize I don't get no. a lot of context for this. Well, I, I had no idea what it was. Yeah, so here's how this works. Is, oh, so uh, yeah, weekly, okay. yeah, uh, we on our $5 tier and above on our, our Patreon page. $5 and above? Yeah. Hold on one second. You are what? the Easy Allies elite. Look yeah. under your chairs. That's a bottle of champagne. That's a bottle of champagne right Go there Go ahead and smash you that open. It. You um, earned it. Yeah, I don't ever even explain that. If you're a $5 up Patreon patron... Uh, for Easy Allies, you get to the, sh- the show two days early, too. And you get to, like, suggest suggestions for love and respect. Can $5 I, and up, though. Can I get yeah. some context here? Sure what? Why did you get rid of, well, you're the one who started this conversation? Um, I was not there <laughs> that. was for a long that. time ago. I want to know. It was because I, I shouted it, and then for it gave me, what's his name, Tracker Palin? I think it might be something like that. Well, like Sarah Palin's kid or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Trip or tracker uh, don't get hung up on it just keep going yeah 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 name. yeah well it's Sorry, not hip garbage really there it is that was you're being not a jerk doing, nope yeah. that was a jerk that was a dick that was being a dick right there. right 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 that's not the jerk a we're jerk gonna get, we're gonna get like, a sarah oh. palin correction next week huh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God. oh yeah boy oh boy just skip it okay. just don't bother sarah palin correction I'm also i'm sorry to anyone named i'm gonna look this up so yeah i shouted well you're the one who started this conversation and then i thought of myself as him and it was such a weird feeling that i just like i cut it off completely weird that yeah. is so weird yeah yeah yeah. track palin so, so where track. did love and respect track? come from then track palin sorry why did you yeah. pick love and respect love and respect is the polar opposite of well you're the one who started this conversation okay you know what i mean i'm spreading track and trig it's also a trig. Okay. I just want to get trig caught up on the like lore this company I work yeah, yeah, yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're caught up right. in the lore. It's, cool. it's, it's, it's Love and respect about putting shoving positivity out there. And shoving it. Yeah. In your face. Whether you like it or not. So Lydis... That's what Easy Alice is all about. Okay, yep. so that's a negative question. <laughs> I'm not going to give that one to you, Ian. I'm going to give you a really good one. I like trolling Bossman by being a doofus to him. 
Okay. A oh boy. A Dirtfus. So I'm trying. I'm trying to find one that's gonna really let Ian be positive, and this is hard. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be a Codemasters anymore, Bosman. <laughs> Fail me out. All right. This one comes from Reed Marlatte. I'm, I'm currently a PhD student and have spent most of my life at some uh, sort of education institution. Spent most of my life at some sort of... Ed- wow. Uh, whenever yeah. I think about any sort of subject matter, I find myself conceptualizing it in terms of a university course. My question for you is, if you were to teach a course Ooh. called Video Games 101, what would it look like? Would it be a survey course covering the history of gaming or an examination of the contemporary gaming scene? What games would be on your course's reading or playing list? What is the most important thing you want your students to walk away from the class knowing? Thanks for all the awesome work you do. Glad you guys are back. Love and respect. Read. Love that question. Cool. Yeah, great. great. We got one. We got one for Ian. That's a really good question. Okay, so what's your video games 101 like? Okay, uh, it would deal with, it would brush over, the first week would be history. Just like, here's brass tacks, you know, whatever. Sure. And then uh, it would talk about modern issues. Uh, and it would get into like I think social issues and stuff like that. But then it would also talk about game design, uh, and about the difference between lore and story, a lot I think. And that I think good, in my opinion, good design is more lore based because it's emergent, you know, and and like it it fits the medium. And like I I, I would just discuss like and without trying to be critical of things, but I would say like, why is this a game? Like, what choices? could they have made better, you know, like, uh, and then we would look at things like last of us or telltale games where it's like, okay, so these are linear story games, but is that a problem? You know, like, and, and I would, I would honestly, I wouldn't put my opinion on that. I think I would just let the class discuss, Mm -hmm. you know, I would just talk about the issues about that. But I mean, like, you know, required, required reading would be like dark souls. Uh, Day one. Day one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Your homework. Your syllabus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Bloodborne. Your, your like homework. The, the second week, like you're talking about, like you know, Mega Man, and you're covering like the, you know, like why that was called Metroid and stuff. And you're yeah. just like, um, I'm on the fourth boss of Dark Souls. When are we gonna get to Dark Souls? <laughs> We're not talking about Dark Souls. You're just playing it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> the last, the last 15 minutes of every class would be spoiler-free Dark Souls strats and, and tips. Uh, if it's an hour and a half class, if it was an hour class, it'd be the last five minutes. Uh, but yeah, you know, like homework would be things like uh, beat cleric beast before the next. Session. Would it really though? Would it? Would that honestly be your homework? Uh, no. I think I think that uh, I think the homework would be things like pick like the first assignment would be pick a video game that you love, and in one page, tell me every tell me why. Cool. What's the strong part about it? And then if people who don't play games, who don't have a favorite game, uh, they would say, it would, you know, I'd have to figure something out. It'd be like, what made you interested in this class? Whatever. I don't know. I bet, but, they, I bet everyone can write a page about a game they like, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think anyone, like, pretty much anyone has, a, like, they played a game with their siblings or something as a kid. You know, you've got some story that you can say. Yeah. I don't know. I would try to be positive about it. Uh, Professor Ellis, what is on your syllabus? Uh, mine would be about... Uh, Nintendo coming out in 1985, I think the year it came out here at least, and how it kind of changed games forever. And I'd go through the history of Nintendo, and then I'd eventually make my way to and Sega Masters, and then I'd talk about Super Nintendo, then Genesis, then when the PlayStation came out, I'd probably just cover that whole entire section from 8 bit to 32. What are you anyway. covering though? What do you mean you cover it? Uh, are you so, just talking about the games, or are you like playing the games? Uh, yeah, I mean you have to play the games, I guess, to get a feel for it. 
I would give an example, like, I would show them a game from the same area and show them another one that possibly does it much better or something like that. Like, I'd want to talk about even, like, the soundtracks of certain games in there. There is, like, a good example to bring up would be, like, the difference between the Super Nintendo soundtrack and the Genesis soundtrack. How they sound completely different and maybe listen to the same games on both systems, see how they sound. Stuff like that. Just diving into the history of that time period of those systems. Uh, Dr. Jones, what's this class about, man? Well, it's tough because you say video games 101 and that's straight, like, information. You know, like, yeah. that's, like, like film 101. Mm-hmm. Like, my two film courses were the most boring film courses I took, but, like, I, I need I needed to watch Birth of a Nation. It's a really boring film, but we needed to watch it, you know? So, like, there's a lot of dirty work you would have to get go through. So, like, it'd probably be a very boring class. Like, I'd be very rigid about it and just be like, these are... I, one thing that I liked is that I, I might take, like, the, the Fassbender Steve Jobs approach and not necessarily go, like, 1985, 1986, 1987. Maybe, like, look at the 80s and pick, like, two major events. Maybe, like, the crash and then, like... Maybe like like well, CDs didn't happen until '90s, but like just pick like a major technological involvement and then assign that to the class and be like, let me know who you thought were the biggest contributors to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like what was the best PlayStation game? What was this? But uh, while I was listening to you guys, I thought of another fun thing that would do. I don't know if this would work for Video Games 101, but I'd love to get a group of people together because you don't know in that class, like you know, the guy in the front row might be the most avid gamer ever, and then you know the guy next to him has never played a game in his life. So it'd be really interesting to, like, the first day, go person by person and be like, what is your favorite game and why? You know, what is your genre? What games do you love? And then get the, everyone's favorites and then assign them the total opposite of that. Be cool. like, okay, well, you like sports oh, games. Cool. Well, you're going to play Call of Duty and you're going to play Madden, the Call of Duty guy. And then put those two together and have them do a presentation where they, they, they kind of like we're doing Pokemon. We're like, have a conversation with that person about their favorite franchise and say, like, well, I, you know. I don't like it because of this, and now I've you know put two or three hours in, and um, but uh, I like that idea. but it's not yeah it's not just technically it's, it's tricky because it's like we we talked about this a couple weeks ago actually I think it was in the first episode it was like how do you teach someone games like what do you uh, I can't remember where that might have come up on a GT time maybe some other but, podcast uh, yeah maybe so, yeah <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> back in Oz I think yeah, that was shady this? yeah <laughs> it was a dream and you were there and you were there um, but uh, yeah it depends on what one oh one means does that mean understanding the concept of game or understanding like I'm, I'm yeah. 12 years old. I missed, you know, the last century. What happened? Yeah. So I think I'd be more on the other end. I think it'd be more of the concept of when I think of like the weird 101 courses I took, like theater 101 and film 101. It wasn't strictly historical. Yeah, it was just like these are these are some plays that actually aren't stupid. And I was like, oh, because I hate plays. That's a minor. Really <laughs> I think like live theater is ridiculous, but like there's some things that I can like get into. Those theater. Greeks. Yeah. The Greek, stupid, stupid. They Greeks. were so stupid. Their plays are stupid. Dude, <laughs> some of those early plays are so good. Um, but like, what's it called? Harold and the Master. Is that a play? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't ring a bell. Exactly. It was not like, hey, this is a this is a huge play. But I remember like reading this play and being like, like oh, this is a good play. I have no idea who wrote it. That's a weird thing, Ian. Yeah. And like, uh, it was just just like uh, this is like what plays can do. This is what, and I'm like, yeah, oh. I think yeah, the, yeah, I think yeah, the difference in course yeah I think the difference in courses is like am I am I teaching you something this this semester or are we all learning something together right. you know that's the big question yeah. like are we are we all are we going to start the you know the this course having no idea what video games mean and, and ending up the same point where like we all have different reasons whatever we all get A's yay yeah or is it like no you're going you know this is a history course there's a right or wrong answer yeah which do you prefer um I'd probably I think all of us would rather teach the other one not the history you know yeah. I like um, a discussion. Also, I think I, I, I thought of this while you were saying your thing, but like, 
if everyone in the class made a game, that'd be really cool. Even if it was just like, oh boy, no, Ian. no, 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 no. Just like you can learn, you can make a basic Twine game in like an hour. Sure, sure, sure. Actually, you could learn Twine the basics. Like put two brackets around a thing. You got a link. There you go. Yeah. Make a story. Yeah. You know something very simple. That's a cool idea. Just so you can get in the shoes. Walk, Brad, walk before we move on, you seem lost in thought. What was in your mind right now? Oh, I was just thinking about NES games for some reason. <laughs> well, what about them? Obscure NES Because that's your games. class. You what were you thinking of? Yeah. Uh, Clash at Demon Head popped in my head. Nice. Right away. Exactly, dude. That's not like this game was revolutionary. This changed yeah. gaming forever. Wait, cool wait. game. That was actually yeah. a game? I thought yeah. that was just yeah. the band from No, I mean, it's, it, they took it from that. That's a, oh. like a great reference yeah. to that sick oh, game. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. It is really cool. That's the new thing you learned today, Ian. Yeah. And I the game, it's like a really cool, like non-linear, super yeah, hard. Yeah, scroller, and there's like a map. Yeah. Whoa, you get power-ups. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I have it. It's sweet. Let's stream that. You own yeah. that game? Yeah, I have it. Very cool, Brad. That'd be a fun stream. That was a grandma game. Good question. And you know what? I got something kind of related to that. So we'll do one more question. Um, I just want to say that sure. by our syllabi combined, we would have a really good class. Yeah, but we would not teach a good class to the four of us together. It would no, be so be, hard oh, for our students. Weird. They'd be so frustrated. Also, even on our limited EZA salaries, we would still make more than we would as teachers. <laughs> so there's Wait, that. We are now, or as <laughs> no, we, we 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 are making more in EZA. No, no, than no. We we're would. college professors in this. That's instance. uncouth to talk about. We're at USC, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're breaking it in. Yeah, we're at Harvard, man. We're teaching video games oh, 101 at Harvard. Yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I guess that changes. Dude, if it's things. Harvard, then yeah, my class is all theory. Yeah. I want to debate like we're doing Socratic method. Yeah. Well, I mean that's boring, but like I want to, yeah, I want to talk about like what's I would, strats the today? issues, speedruns class, issues. And I would just and love what? if it was mandatory. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, a, I'm studying chemistry. Why am I have to take videos? Like, no, you have to yeah, take. You have it. to like, be Ninja Gaiden. Five pages on why we fear the old blood. Due on Tuesday. I didn't even own a Game Gear. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> Tasmanian Devil. It had good Simple. colors. So that was fun. Uh, I want to go for another kind of positive one. This is from Rodrigo. Aon. Rodrigo. A-O-U-N. Jones, you're the expert at pronouncing names. How would you do that one? Om, probably. Aon. I would just okay. go Om. What? A-O-U-N. Aon? Aon. Aon. Hey, guys, here's my question. Has it happened that you see a mechanic or a system in a game where you think to yourselves, yes, this is it. This raises the bar. Every game now has to adopt this. Yes. Only to see that gaming trends continue as if nothing had happened. It happened to me once the first time I played Metal Gear Solid 3 and fell in love with the multiple systems of survival, having to heal particular parts of Snake's body and feeding him wildlife. More recently, I can think of the Nemesis system in Shadow of Mordor, where that felt like a big leap in gaming, and I expected to see it implemented elsewhere, but no one seemed to care beyond that one single game. Are there any <laughs> examples that have been striking to you? Ian nodded his head immediately. I went first last time. Make somebody else go first. I won that they didn't continue in the franchise. Whoa. That really bummed me out. What? Uh, the Brotherhood in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So what is that? I have no idea what the Brotherhood in, in is. In Brotherhood, you have assassins that you recruit and train and can send out actively in combat to do things. So I think I believe it's one of the bumpers that if you hit, you will bring in a guy and you can have up to four assassins or maybe six at once. So if you keep tapping that bump, a bumper, the assassins will just come flying out of nowhere, out of windows and places and fight with you. And they, you still had that in later games, but you couldn't bring them into combat. They weren't around you at all. You would just go send them on missions, and they would get items for you and money, and then that's it. That's not stupid, And then it became Jones. ships and Black Flag. Why and do you it, want you know, that? I, I, because I could pick what, what colors they liked, so I could be like... <laughs> that's, a, that's a certain thing. No, it's going to be like, if a, if a guy comes out and I see he's in green, you're, I just got you. You're a new guy. But that guy in purple over there, that's my guy. That's my level 10 guy that I always have with me. 
And the first time I like sent six guys out and they got in a brawl down on the streets and I was just up on a rooftop watching all of them fight and like two of them died and they all killed everybody and then all split off into different directions and one of them looked up at me and signaled and then walked away. And I was like, salt. And I'm like, oh my God. And then like Assassin's Creed, you know, Revelations came out. I'm like, I can't, gone. Yeah. Like, Three, gone. Gone. Like it worked. I guess it didn't work. I guess they didn't like that. But uh, yeah, I've been missing that ever since. But that's the same franchise, so it doesn't necessarily Ooh. count. It does. That totally counts because you don't see that in other games as well. Right. Uh, Brad, do you have one? Uh, I was thinking about kind of like how games were, were designed, I guess, like a big way. I don't think every game needs something like that, but it's kind of a weird example. But something that really stuck out to me always when I was younger was the first time I played Zelda, it had a battery pack in the game and it would save your game. And I was like, for adventure games, you need something like this. That's a forever. perfect example. Yeah, something well, like that. And then there were so many Super Nintendo games that still used passwords. It's like, what right, are you yeah, doing? Password oh, systems, yeah. 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 It's like, I could save on the NES. Yeah, Why are you still doing this? Super kid. Castlevania 4 password. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a great example, Brad. Ian, where are you at? Well, the reason I was nodding my head before the question was done being read uh-huh. was, I mean, I've told the story before, but like the first time, the first time I saw Dark Souls, I was like, this game looks stupid and bad, and the graphics look gross. <laughs> and then... I literally picked up the controller for, I kid you not, 45 seconds. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is this is the most perfect video game I've ever played. Uh, wh- what made you pick it up? It was just laying there at game trailers. Really? It was back in the Viacom days. Yeah, it was outside my... They were all playing it constantly. And constantly, you thought this game looked stupid. Outside my bay. Yeah. And I was like, the graphics are really muddy, and it looks really weird, and you guys keep dying. What's the deal? Yeah. And then I picked up the controller for... I Because I they went off to lunch or something? Yeah, they just left it up. And I just controlled the character around Firelink Shrine in, in Dark Souls 1. And I was just like, oh, 45 seconds. Not an exaggeration. I was like, this is the most perfect game I've ever played. What was it? What, what was the feeling? It just felt right. It's like you, you swing, you hit the button and you swing your sword. You move and you walk the right, the right way for me. Rolling felt right. I don't know. Now Bloodborne feels like way better for me. But like, yeah, that. And then I had a kind of an opposite experience with, um, in, uh, what is it? Indivisible? The, the one that, that Indiegogo yeah, gave yeah, like four extra chances. Kind of game. Yeah. Oh, sure. The, Schoolgirls, guys. Yeah, yeah. Where I had a weird, very weird experience with that where I was like, when I started playing the demo, again, they put out a demo on the PlayStation Network somehow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, I start playing this game, and I'm like, ugh. Ugh, what is this combat system? Like, oh, mo- oh boy, what is this? Five minutes later, I was like, this is amazing. Really? This yeah, combat fun. system is so smart. But that, that one took a while. No, but, like, I, I'd, never, I'd never gone... I mean, I, I do this sometimes, but, like, I was viscerally the opposite. I, like, started out, and I was like... I hate this. Yeah. All caps. The whole word, all caps. Five minutes later, I was like, oh, I get it. This is genius. Yeah. This is a really fun idea. Well, it got funded. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah, stoked. But uh, then, like, I mean, like, things like, but kind of more answering the question. I know I'm talking a lot, but uh, just um, things like that, moments like that where, like, a game does something that seems very, like, human or smart, where, like, the guy looks up at you and waves, and it's like, oh, I did not expect that. It didn't feel scripted, you know? I love it when games do that. I love when things like uh, the the demo of Uncharted Four when they're walking through the crowd, and um, I mean, they're oh, walking, is this the E three one? The, yeah, E3 they're game. walking okay. through a crowd, and it it really seems like every time you bump into the guy, he's just like, oh, sorry, you know, and it feels like because you know they just had him play it a bunch of times, and, like, and it feels speak. like going forward, we should never clip shoulders again it with feels, another yeah, NPC. We yeah. should never do that. Like, yeah, just just things that make sense. But I mean, really, really to me, 
sorry, I just realized my true answer. Yeah. And Dark Souls does this aside <laughs> from the menu is that everything that's in your game should have context and should have a reason, and there shouldn't be just like a floating like thing for no reason. I mean, I'm I'm with you on that, but like I think everything in your game should have a should have a lore like a reason and and should be justified in the gameplay. And the that, game the form should be the function. So for me, it was definitely like Metal Gear Solid. I was like, whoa, video games will never be the same. Every story is going to be like this. Top tier voice acting forever now. <laughs> no. Uh, like, like even like Final Fantasy X, just like, wow, this changes video games. All RPGs are going to be fully voice acted. That was a no. big thing, man. Yeah, I know. I that. Yeah, and just like yeah, you, cool. you zoom forward 15 more years. It's like, no, Kyle, no. Nah. Like there's definitely always going to be a discrepancy between budgets. Uh, there's always going to be that gap. But yeah, there were definitely times story-wise where I'm like, oh man, video games have arrived. And it's like, nah, nah, dude. Nah. <laughs> That'll happen forever. Yeah, that's a cool question though. Thank you, Rodrigo. Um, voice acting is always funny because sometimes you'll, a top, top AAA game, like not entirely voice acted. And then you're playing like some weird, like super indie, like game about like a ghost detective or something. The entire game is voice acted. And you're like, how did you pay for this? Yeah. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it's super good. Yeah, I and think like what? <laughs> honestly, I think Dark Souls has some of the best voice acting. It is insane what they do. Yeah, it's very good. The voice acting is all very good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. and all very mouth don't move though. Dark Souls, yeah, except right. for the except for the blacksmith in three. The blacksmith has a mouth that moves. No one else does. Oh, it's weird. very strange. But good. It's a good point. The best actors aren't always the most expensive actors. Yeah, so there. That's true. <laughs> so where you what you found was a development company that knew a lot of good that actors. Knew a lot of actors yeah. that nobody I mean, knew. I, they were I, just good the actors. Example I know is you know? a friend of mine's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah. But anyway, I just I, I I see something like Jungle Book, which is getting lots of really good reviews, which admittedly I haven't seen yet, and it's just like Scarlett Johansson. It's been like, oh, you're one of those guys. Yeah. Huh? I bet there's 500 people that could destroy Scarlett Johansson in that role. Whereas like now when I see that scene, I'm gonna be like, oh, here comes the no Scarlett Johansson. No, it, don't it's Scarlett that. Johansson. It is, a, it is a snake that sounds like Scarlett Johansson. Jones, I gotta sell a film here. I gotta sell the film. Okay. If I got Scarlett Johansson on the poster, I'm gonna sell more tickets. She sells tickets. What do you want on me, Jones? I just can't wait until, like, the Ghost in the Shell, like, when when whitewashing your movie actually anti-sells tickets. Oh, we are not getting We're into not that. We're not going down that road. <laughs> We're not Ghost getting into that shell. one today. It is time for bets. <laughs> All right, yeah, we need a song for everything <laughs> yeah, now. Um, so, Star yeah, Fox Zero, eighties, yeah, McDonald's toy. Um, <laughs> Star Fox Zero will be released this week, finally, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> wow, good luck. Uh, at this time next week, we're gonna play a little Star Fox Zero right here in this room, playing the game on medium difficulty. We're gonna start the first mission. If there's a tutorial, we're not counting that. Skipping it. Yep. First yeah. mission, and we're gonna set our gamepad on table and not touch it. How long will we survive? Jones, wait, go ahead and reveal ha- first. Hang on first, wait. Yeah, what's wrong? Clarification request? Yeah. What if the game doesn't have, like, strictly delineated tutorials, but what if it's, like, six levels over which you're learning different mechanics or something, but they're, like, levels? It'll still be level one. Still yeah. level one. All right. Yeah, we'll do level one. Okay. Well, we'll make an agreement on it. We'll okay, be fair. Okay, okay, okay. Jones, what's your bet? I'm going real short this year. Okay. Or, or this this new season of this new podcast. I'm going yeah. 25 seconds. I think, it, I think it's longer, though. Wow, we're dying fast. Yeah. All right, Ian, go ahead. 43 seconds. Brad Ellis. One minute and 15 seconds. Wow, I thought oh I'd boy. Over everybody. I got one minute and 44 seconds. Whoa. Whoa. I'm hoping we slam it to a wall. 
Above him, there's a wall Ooh, right there. Be a good yeah, we go right into and like. Uh, you All know, right, we got the spectrum. Those are wings can take a hit though. Let me lock those in. It's true. Still okay. The lock in, eh? And you know what? I was thinking that um maybe it's just like that first mission is for a little while. It's just like, hey, Fox, we're having just a, a yeah. good safe flight, and then eventually just like, oh no, something bad is happening. But it, okay, hope. so is it's it? Andros. So just so just yeah. for clarity, is it? Are we, are we? Do we start the timer when the cutscene pops up on the first thing for the first mission, or do we start the timer? From the moment when we can control the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll I be like the Star yeah. Wars one. It's the first minute we can control we the can game. Control yeah, the yeah, game. So yeah. Okay. It's I think it's like the first time you have full control too. Because yeah. like there might be a level where they fly the ship for you. You can or you can that probably tell the camera will move behind the R Wing and he'll go. Yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out. We probably already played it. <laughs> it makes me so mad they're just doing the same story a third time. It's the same story? It's the same dumb story. It's what? like let's reboot it mean? again. It's a reboot? It's a reboot! That's why it's called Everything Star Fox about this Zero. Game looks like garbage to me. Oh my god! I don't understand god. the appeal. I'm sorry. So is his dad gonna be? I'm not again? trying to be a codemaster. What's the dad's name again? <laughs> Ooh, Damiani would know. That's Damiani would know in an instant what his dad's name is. I forgot. He's the guy who James Fox. No, James, James is, McLeod. Yeah, James, James McLeod. okay. I thought James that sounds was right. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fox and James. Yeah. Well done, Jones. Yeah, well, that pop fiction. I read that script like 20 times. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. The 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 main characters have animal names, and then he's just James. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when he goes to the F-Zero universe, he becomes a human. And isn't, yeah, his dad is like a human, but with like ears kind of, isn't yeah. his dad? Yeah, it's weird. I'm not going to claim to know a lot about Star believe, Fox lore. I can't lore. believe that. Sophie's doing that thing at the beginning of every ghost movie where she's just <laughs> like standing and looking outside at something you can't see. <laughs> That's the thing dogs World. do. Wow. Here's what we did last week. Bravely Second came out last Friday. Uh, what I did is I went to Amazon.com and I clicked on the customer reviews. We bet on what the percentage would be next to one star. What the one star re review percentage would be. Jones, sure. you bet 2%. Sure. Huber and Ian seat bet 1%. Ben and Brad seat bet 3%. I bet 11% would have one star. Mm -hmm. Brad, what do you feel about this? What do you think? Where do you think it's at? Three. Ian, where do you think it would be around? Uh, one star reviews. For one star reviews? Second. Mm, six. The actual percentage, eighteen. Ooh, troll bags. Yeah, yeah they were they were the, like the first three reviews too. Yikes! And they're Yikes. just like, oh, censorship. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot I about didn't know that. There were, like, yeah. That's what I was leaning on. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about Kyle that, yeah. called it last yeah, week too. Yeah, yeah. There was somebody who's just like, nice. I would have given this five stars, but it's one for political correctness. <laughs> and Trump twenty sixteen. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? In fantasy worlds. You got to make sure those fantasy worlds are politically really correct too. You know, uh, yeah. What is it? There's like a Native American that was turned into a cowboy. Like yeah. that makes people so mad, you know. Oh, so they changed, they changed the some game. of the costumes and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, that that I could see. Yeah, like just let the game be what it is. I mean, unless it was like racist. I think it was. Oh, Native Americans hate that stuff, man. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, if the if the original game was racist, then yeah, that's bad. Right. Change it. No, no, no. PC one star. So, uh, <laughs> Jones, that gets us a point, man. Oh yeah! Hey, we, we tied I, I, it up. I'm happy about you winning. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh right. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. I forgot we do like weird. Yay! Team. Yeah. Kyle won. So let no Yay. team called. <laughs> We're called the Red Eagles. You're the Green Lizards. <laughs> so wait, we named what our this, team Legends of Hidden Temple. Yeah, that was, that's that what I love about it. Yeah. So wait a minute. We named what? our team. You named your, you. It was you who named the team. Well, I know, but that week, that was like the fifth episode of this show. Why didn't the team have a name by then? I feel like Huber and Brad weren't willing to commit. We didn't know about it until, like, after. I said, well, name you're the green team. lizard now, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about We're it. We're Olmec. It's, no, you're the green lizard. Damn it. That's Even though I think they were green monkeys. I know. That's what's so funny about it. It's blue like, barracudas, silver like, monkeys. Oh, blue barracudas, silver monkeys. I know. 
Green. Red like parrots or something. Yeah, it was green. Shit. Green was in there. There was orange too. It's so like, yeah, orange never won though. That team sucked always, no matter what. Lizards are green. Yeah, we get it. It was like, yeah, we're the green lizards. I love it. Not all lizards are green, Kyle. I, I know, but many let's be are. Inclusive here. Uh, so can I explain why I did that? I just want everybody to be personally invested every week, and that's, like, the only way to make that happen if we I have two like rotating the, chairs. That Team Green Lizard has, like, seven people in it. Yeah. And your crappy team is just you two jabronis. Yeah, but, but normally, we get every episode. Normally we're, like, yeah. the lowest yeah. scoring no, guys. Sense, but yeah. we get every episode, too. Right, yeah. but we get... Our team well, we're gets, not on every episode. No, no, yeah. but our team gets gets the combined brain power of... Yeah, you get those blood We'll boats. see what that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> probably, Red probably more Eagles. Pro- probably yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler Eagles. alert, we lose. <laughs> Before I get into what we earned for that, I wanted to talk about two things. What? Oh, one, we're on iTunes, and we're happy about that. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Even Please. to be in like the top 20 of iTunes is an honor to me because yeah. Oh, yeah. our prior oh. podcast never ranked. When you, say, when you yeah. say we're on iTunes, you mean we're on iTunes. We're on it. Do you know I don't what know what that voice is? But no, I feel like on. we're probably like 18 now. We're probably dipping down the ring. We're still, no, cool. we're still yeah. in the running. Just well, spread the word. For, for game podcasts. We just, just got to make a scandal. California. We'll get right back yeah, up yeah. there. If we, maybe if we make podcasts halftime longer, we'd jump up. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, good call. Um, I've heard some different voices. <laughs> So uh, open up a sixth uh, slot. Oh, yeah. you know what else I want to talk about was like the the Patreon tab where anybody can post on it, because we don't have a message board right now. That's like the closest thing we have, and I mm. wanted to encourage more people to post on that. I didn't even know how do, how does one get to this tab. So you would go to Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies. Yeah, and Good you can website. go to Patron posts, and you can go to uh, Community posts. I forget what the other tab is called. Oh boy. And then you could post anything you want to talk to the community. And, like, a lot of people are just, like, look at this funny drawing I made. You know? And, like, that's cool. cool. They're sharing it with everybody. And Dude, so basically, it's about drawings, I love this idea, too. So we're, like, yeah. Meverse now? Yeah, like, it's a little like Meverse. We're Meverse. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, hi. 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 What are you Hello. I'm playing Mario. So because I won this week's bet, I get the right and responsibility to share my Twitter name, promote any Easy Allies video I want, Get the final word on anything I've disagreed with, spoken aloud in this podcast. Spoken aloud? That's a new rule. Yeah, shoot. There's totally something I was so mad about, Can too. Can you do all of this in the Meverse voice? Uh, maybe. It might be annoying. And <laughs> I get so annoying. to hey, sign off with my trademark sign-off. <laughs> all right, sell it. Uh, so, at Kyle Bossman. At Kyle Bossman. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't do it. I'll try it. it. No I more. I tried so it. Much. Uh, easy. Oh, uh, Brandon Jones is playing through Pokemon for the first time. And it is so fun. We're just discussing it. It was meant to be an eight-minute video. It turned out to be something close to 20. Yeah. Um, we're going to record the next one right after this. Yeah, so. we're going to record the next one. He's, he's going through the adventure for the first time, and we're just talking through it. it. You can make it. I've got, I'm almost there. <laughs> Dark Souls 3, here I come. It's just, it's such a blast. It's such a blast to get your opinions on this game, Jones, that you've ignored for 20 years. It's really fun. It was stressful this week. I don't know if you, get, if you guys watched our group stream. I was just in the corner, like, leveling up Pikachu the whole time. You were doing your home video game 101. Out, yeah. yeah. Video uh, games 101 would only be. Po- I think you could teach it with just Pokemon. Video um, games 101. Yeah. But this is, you know, this, this it's it's the it's the, the you know not to oversell it, but it is like the perfect scenario for a show where you have one person that is familiar with the franchise, one person's not. Those people get along. I'd say obsessed. And they have a, more they have than a familiar. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting obsessed. I'm, I love it. It must be like for when you started playing Bloodborne for me, where I was like, yes. oh yeah. <laughs> oh, when you got on Bloodborne, all of us were so thrilled. <laughs> We were like, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 And you enjoy we'll it. Yeah. yeah. When DS3 you see somebody enjoying it, that feels incredible. DS3, yeah. I got to get yeah. I gotta, gotta get on that. It's phenomenal. Uh, my final word that nobody can disagree with is um, 
I, I I hate it so much when it's like Billy West complaining that just like, how come all these fancy like celebrities get all the voice acting gigs? And it's like they're celebrities; they have names that sell movies. Billy West, okay. Sorry to do this training that you did. You sound cartoony. You sound like a cartoon character. Billy West is in so many things. <laughs> this is my final word. <laughs> I'm just saying he's very famous. But okay. Oh, but no, but he like. Legit, you see him complaining all the time that, like, oh, okay, oh, you know, okay. why all these celebrities get these gigs. You know, you know exactly why they get those gigs. So there. Uh, everyone, want to sign off with some positivity? <laughs> Tomorrow is forever all ours! The following producers were unintentionally omitted from last week's podcast. Adam Scherenbrock, Connor Rosine, Kurzestoff Rogowski, Lance Mink, Mac Jam, William Nicholas Cuball with Ears Showin. The following producer patron names were misspelled or mispronounced in last week's podcast. Alan Sia, Sean Dalmeda, James Blair, David Boyarski, Paolo Costabel, Garrett Fox, Michael Favacci, Rafal Gavinsky, Broderick Gordes, Sean McGowan, Alex Cook, Andreas Coter, Yuri Divinity Von Lewin, Joachim Morovuo, Chom Nguyen, Matthew Pauling, Kim Monk von der Leith Hogginson Peterson, Forrest Polk, Fimo Preuss, Jared Reif, Shiny Clone, the Original Snitch, Bradley Spees, Ian Santa Anna, Ryan Tangeman, John Tyson, Jan Veit, Randy Verschuden. <laughs>